2017, a crack Namsoft unit formed a supergroup to create the most immersive Vietnam experience. These men promptly escaped from the normal pickup gameplay to the Milsim Underground. Today, still wanted by the community, they survive as producers of fortune. If you have interest, if no one else does it right, and if you can come correct, maybe you can join the Bay Team. What's up, everybody? This is podcast number 28. I'm Liam from Broken Arrow Events. Right now, we have three other dudes with me. We got Mike O'Donnell. Say what's up, Mike. How's it going, guys? We have Joe Sullyman. Say what's up, Joe. What's up, Joe? And then we have Jim on the phone with us. Say what's up, Jim. Hey, everybody. All right. And then later on, we'll have the two cadre leadership for Snake Beater coming up this summer. But first, let's talk about everything else that is going on. We had a lot going on since this, po- you know, since the last podcast to this podcast. So let's start with the Metro Airsoft Preseason Expo that I run with uh, John Van Ness and Ian. And let's talk about how that went. So, Sully, you were the brains behind the the Glizzy operation. You want to talk a little bit about the Glizzies? Oh, the Glizzies. The Glizzy operation went swimmingly. We pushed the product. Uh, sales were up, 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 up through the roof, and uh, it's gonna make us uh, some uh, some gapo gapo for future uh, endeavors. Yeah. So it was uh, overall a very uh, very big success, and we appreciate everyone that uh, uh, purchased the uh, Glizzy combo meal. Now, at one point, we sold out of Glizzies. We sold out of Glizzies. We actually had to send Ferrucci out on a uh, super secret uh, Glizzy resupply mission. Yeah. Lightning strike, even. <laughs> he wasn't that fast though he wasn't that fast no no but yeah I mean it worked out nice we, we made some good money I think we're going to throw those funds towards getting another deuce so we'll actually have two deuces in the group which would be pretty fucking sweet yeah so and you know Mike uh, made a nice video showing all of our other videos and we added in Bay West <clears throat> so we actually we actually took footage from uh, a photo shoot we did with Casey's friend Brittany uh, we named the Bay West, and we kind of fit her in between the clips of our videos. Yeah, we gotta we gotta put her on YouTube now somehow. Yeah, I'm not sure what videos we're gonna put her around, but yeah, it'll be you'll you'll see Bay West coming up soon. Do you, do you think though, like the guys that we came to see our uh, our display, like? They appreciated the video, or they were just like kind of like. I have no like, idea. I think maybe like two people stood there and watched it, maybe for five seconds. Really? Yeah. 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 I we... watched it, Mike. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Nicely done. Yeah, it's hard to um, it's hard to get people to watch anything. No, I know. <laughs> there was so much going on too, especially in our corner. We had like the glizzies, then we had the actual the actual base stuff that we were like really there to like push. Yeah. Then we had people selling stuff. It was it was it was just chaos in our we, corner. We were I mean we were the shit. So yeah, we definitely had like a nice corner, a nice chunk. We had like we, we were, at one point like it was like almost it almost seemed like the entire uh, expo was in our corner. Like yes. either waiting for for glizzies or waiting to buy stuff or yep. just checking our stuff out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how successful we were when getting any converts. Um, there's a there's at least like four or five kids that I talked to that were interested. One of whom specifically mentioned that they already did like quote unquote lerp stuff. So 
but they were like they're looking to do more immersive right. things. Like that's what they said. They're like we would, you know, we want more immersive events, and that's what we're looking for. And I was like, well, yeah, here we are. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> so what, what happened with those two those two kids that you were talking to to come correct? And then they kind of like, did you hear them? They're like, come correct, more like come gay. Yeah. Did you like, like? Oh yeah, that's yeah. when I was giving Maloof shit yeah. in the line, and oh. then I turned to them and told them that I. Oh, so it was Maloof that said it? No, no, no. Oh. It was the kids. No, Behind it them. was uh, the other Buffalo Brains kid and like two multicam guys that he was standing with. I was like, hey. If you come over to us, we can get you out of that multicam and into some real camo. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, since they're such big operator men, yeah, they said come gay as I was walking away. As you were walking away. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. Not even okay. to my face. Okay. Fruji had to tell me about it. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't even hear I heard, it. I heard it later on. I'm like, oh, someone like was giving Mike shit. And I'm like, oh, all right, don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, I like, Fruji was like, yeah, they said like come gay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, dude. <laughs> was, even, wait, was this Falkovich himself? The water buffalo? No, it was who? I think it was whoever he was standing with. Oh. If it was, I don't know. Maybe it was him. Oh, because he came. He came correct last year. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. He was just, well, I mean, he, he's just sort like, of. He's yeah. just acting like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think it was good. We'll do it again next year. Uh, I think we'll stick with doing it at Zulu too. Like we got a good crowd there. That was that was, that that was, was a good crowd. That was the biggest one we did, right? Like yeah. think about it, we did cookies, which was the first one, so it wasn't as big. And then the one at OTP, we had decent people, but we know how OTP was. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, uh, Zulu's cool, and, and Dave's a good guy. Like he, pretty straightforward. Like what you see is what you get, and he's good. That's it. Like there was no bullshit. Like yeah. after, it was it was it was so nice. Yeah. So. So definitely we'll do it again. Um, at first I was like, I don't know if I like our corner, but I think our corner kind of worked out because we were able to expand on what we had, you know. When we just I think of, adjusting to like kind of turn it in was a good idea rather than being kind of stuck back there. Yeah, yeah. And then we, I mean we put the mule in front, and yeah. that kind of attracted people. The big, uh, you yeah. know, big Oregon Trail uh, covered wagon yeah. mule thing. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Probably April next year. Um, We're going to bring double the glizzies. Definitely double the glizzies. Double the glizzies. Yeah. Maybe even 125% more glizzies. Do you think so? I don't know. I mean, we we, you know, we sold out the second time and more people yeah. were wanting more glizzies. I wonder if people are going to get smart and other booths are going to be starting selling other shit. Well, that's what Let's hope not. Move in and then... I don't think I don't think airsofters are that smart. Yeah, they won't have the the, the wherewithal. The, yeah, yeah. Plus, they can't hawk shit like we do. Dude, we still like, yeah, we yeah, bro, bro. We straight up sold dirt. We yeah. straight up fucking sold dirt for five dollars a jar. Dirt yeah. from my backyard. You mean we sold it. Weathering clay. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. yeah weathering clay. Push the product. Yes. Yeah. Casey was like so proud of herself that she sold that shit. She made the jars, and then uh, I went and dug out some dirt for her. Because, like, you know, well, in full disclosure, the dirt in my backyard is the, the red clay like you see in Vietnam. So yeah. when you rub it all over your gear, it looks like it was in Vietnam. That's It wasn't like we were just selling, like, peat dirt yeah, from, uh, yeah. at Home Depot, you know? Yeah. So, uh, 
Like a lot of the Vietnam guys that we know, like they kind of got the joke and they bought it. Really, that's well. That's that was really. There's three of our guys who yeah. got it, and then the the best part though is the one random, yeah, regular airsofter who we convinced, yeah. Yeah. needed to get his gear dirty. <laughs> but we're gonna be hanging out with multiple lines though. Yeah, we have uh, what is it? Delta. We have Me- Mekong. Mekong Muck. Yeah, Mekong yeah, Muck. Yeah. <laughs> we have Huey Concrete. Yeah. Different flavors, different, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way, way concrete. Yeah, yeah. What's that one? Are we just gonna get concrete dust? We're just going, to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be a little white all over you. Yeah. But we're gonna go down to the Ling and get the Mekong muck down there. Nice. Yeah. We're gonna have to write about the uh, hold harmless or whatever. Yeah. Do not ingest. Yeah. Do not ingest. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even smell it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, we'll. Uh, I, it, it was funny. It, it's a gag gift, you know? It's yeah, kind yeah. of like a gag thing, but it was pretty cool. Um, what else? I sold sold a lot of, um, believe it or not, postcards. People bought postcards. A lot of the t-shirts. Like a few guys, I had a few of the um, the Good Vibrations shirts, and people bought those. One guy really wanted the posters that I, that I made, the you know, the, the fundraising posters. Some guy was, like, obsessed with it. He wanted it so bad. And I was like, oh, it's not really for sale, man. And I was like, all right, I'll just give it to you for, like, 25 bucks, whatever. And I, get, and I gave him the frame since the frame was already dinged up and banged up. So, I mean, yeah, was, yeah I guess it's flattering that he wanted my art. But, yeah. But I guess, no, it's, it's I was a like, great day when somebody... Yeah, yeah, I was like, I wasn't going to sell it, though, man, but okay. Then Wiki got his poster where he realized that it was the, the you know, the Christmas gift girl. Yeah. And on the the... The address it was addressed to him, and he didn't realize it. And then, like a few days later, he's like, "Dude, you fucking addressed it to me on the." I was like, "Yeah, you won the contest, man! Like, remember we did the contest back at Christmas time?" He's like, "Oh yeah." That's why I'm like, "That's why you got the poster for free, idiot." Yeah. So. Nice. But yeah, overall, good. It was a good time seeing everybody. Um, Jim, that was your first of, of Expo Airsoft Expo, right? It was. So it was my first. How'd you guys do on the selling front? Because you guys had a lot of surplus for sale. Um, yeah, I, I think I gave away as much as I sold. Yeah, so, yeah, that sounds about right. Stuff that I've been dragging around so long, and kids come by and they're looking at stuff, and it's like, hey, some guy bought the, a West German helmet uh, with a with a cover, and I threw him a, a small, a size small uh, 1960s Army officer overcoat. <laughs> Who the fuck's gonna buy that? You know? So I was like, take the fucking thing. He's like, oh, thanks. You know? So that was uh I gave away two overcoats and a couple other things, but uh, Jim Jim sold some good stuff. Um, okay, good. And uh, then he had Joe Napoli's House of Surplus there, House of Camo. Yeah. I think he did pretty good too, so he was happy. Yeah, he said he did all right. He see, he uh, he was honest and said he's like, I, I thought I was gonna sell more, but I was like, you know what though, a lot of the stuff that didn't sell it was all collector stuff, and you right. you know you got to look at like who was there to buy stuff. It's all airsofters who want multicam, right. you know. Yeah. And the thing is that one of those guys came over and, and gave him an education on the camo he had. You know, this is worth, this is valuable, this is valuable, this is what you got. And Joe was like, oh, because he was just going to sell it all for five bucks. And then he said, if we didn't sell it, if he didn't sell it, he was going to throw it in the garbage on the way out. So, you know, he got a, he got a, he got a lesson. So, I would have, I would have went. Thumbs, what those experimental? Yeah, the, some of the experimental stuff. Yeah. Uh, there was some uh, uh, some Iraqi police stuff. Yeah, uh, we were talking some, about. Yeah, we were talking about that blue camo. Yeah, yeah. So, Dude, I wish that, that I wish that blue camo fit me. I would have got it in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was happy. I got my uh my DPM. 
that, that jacket that was I walked up to him and I said like uh, I had to do him a price and he was like okay so <laughs> Yeah, I got that Belgian camo that, that I was looking for the jacket. I've had the pants for years, and then I and he had the jacket. I'm like, oh, definitely, man. So and you get yeah, the French, yeah. you get the French parrot stuff. So yeah. yeah, I was real happy about that French parrot. Yeah, actually, actually, Mike called me over for DPM. Thank you, Mike. Oh yeah, because you're putting a British parrot kit together, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's nice. It was Did nice. you end up getting that? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, I got nice. it. Yeah, solid, dudes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it, it's it's the Earl. It's the uh, there's no modifications needed done. It so it's like yeah, we t it's a '68 pattern coat, which is pretty cool. You know, instead of that extra pocket or anything. So cool. Nice. We gotta we gotta do the the Caesar Jadobel kits, Jim. Yeah. It's gotta happen. With the Irish? <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna be big Irish mugs together. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have all ones, right? So you're good. Huh? You have the the correct rifle. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, those and uh, I think Sterling's are okay. Yeah. Like those Sterling's and um, oh god, what else did I see them with? Is it they had like another I mean, submachine gun? I feel like it's not like a Swedish. Was the French the, the Mat Forty Nine? Maybe. Yeah, I wonder. But yeah, we were, Mike and I were putting kits together for the Southern Front event stuff, the '80s events which we can transition to right now. So last weekend, Mike and I went down to North Carolina for Southern Front Events Red Horizon, which is a spinoff series from Red Divide that they do, which is set in the 80s, uh, Cold War gone, gone hot. Mike and I have gone as the 82nd Airborne. And this time around, we went in as Pathfinders. We like jumped in before the main force. So we did like a little bit of like a clearing the LZ and marking it off and, and, and guiding in the rest of the uh, paratroopers, which is pretty, pretty fucking awesome. That's cool. And then the rest of, the rest of that was basically us making uh, dick jokes and just kicking ass, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. We just, I don't know. I, I think we did good, man. I, I, like I, usually, like, I'm like, it's airsoft, so it's like, everyone thinks they're the fucking best. But I'm yeah, like, yeah. We, I feel like we made a difference in a lot no, of ways. No, we actually, like, I mean, the major one is where they tried to assault our base and then... Oh, we just we just fucking swacked their whole team in seconds. Yeah, yeah. And that was the end for them. Yeah, and then at the end, Chris and I, uh, we basically uh, eaned for the end of the event. Yeah. Because like the we just walked in like the whole entire eighty second walked into an ambush. Like the Russians had like five machine guns set up, and like everyone started getting dying and picking off. So Chris I, is like, "Yo, I I'm tried to warn everyone. I know. I, I tried know. so I hard." I was like literally, I mean, it was, Will was on point and I was right behind him. And then we, we came around that turn, which is earlier yeah. in the weekend. We were like, okay, if there was a place to set up an ambush, this is it. Right. So like earlier in the weekend, we tried to get the team to clear that field, which they didn't do. Right. Which was great. And then, um, and then, so me and him, we saw that we saw guys like walking down the road, setting up machine guns. Right. And I turned around and I was like. This is their ambush. This is their line right here. Like, there's machine, there's like machine gun bunkers. How do you want to play it? And it was just like charge into it. Go to the machine. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, the, like, Chris, like Chris and I at the end. Chris is like, Yo, Liam, you want to live? And I'm like, Are you saying you want to E and E right now? He's like, Yeah. He's like, All right. And I'm like, Okay, let's do it. And he's like, All right, we're gonna run back to the the camp. 
destroy all the radios, and then grab our rocks and we're running into the woods. I'm like, okay. So we ran back. He like this. He like disassembled his like. He disassembled his um radio and like the other ones that were there, and he had the SOI sheet, you know, of, like all the um signal instructions. And he's like, yo, should I eat this? I'm like, nah, man, they're gonna capture us. And then like we're like now we're like on the other side of the field, like. I'm like, dude, no one even sees us. He's like, yo, I think I'm going to eat the sheet right now. I'm like, dude, you don't have to eat it, man. Like, I think we're good. <laughs> he, he wanted to eat that thing so bad. Yeah, it's so funny, right. man. He's like, and I, I'm like, if you offered it, like, he's like, you want to eat half of this? I'm like, nah, nah, <laughs> hey, man, you want some? Nah, B, nah, B. But yeah, he, Chris, Chris, like, loves that shit, though. I, I've seen him eat, I've seen him eat the SOI sheet before. Or bury it or burn it as yeah. as we're getting overrun. Like I've seen him, I've actually seen him do it. So does he put salt on it at least? Not just Tabasco sauce. Anymore. Tabasco, yeah, yeah, yeah. But overall, good event. I I had fun doing it. Yeah. They're kind of like the only guys that I feel get what we're doing fully, or they understand. They like, have like kind of the same mission they, statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they we we appreciate them. They appreciate us. So it's nice. Yeah. It's nice to. Uh, I hope more of those guys get to come up. And, yeah, uh, to our thing. Well, Hansford said he's coming up. Yeah, Vince. Awesome. Vince has already signed up. Vince says he's got a whole bunch more guys. Yeah. So that's nice. And Vince always like, Vince is so funny too. Because like he'll like register and then like can't make it. And I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna give you money back. He's like, no, I'm putting it to the cause, cause, man. So he like does appreciate what we're doing. You know, yeah. he, like he believes in what we're doing, which is nice. So yeah, no, we appreciate those guys uh, what they're doing down there, and then you know supporting us coming up here. So yeah, yeah, and it was good to see some of those guys too. I haven't seen like. Like, I haven't seen Brandon Palladino in a while. I know. Because nice, so. he wasn't in the last one. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. He just hasn't been around. So. It was good to see him. Yeah. 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 All right. So, let's move on to our next event, which Jim Lennon, I know, is very excited for because it's on I his am. home turf. It's the FARB Infantry Training, a.k.a. FIT. Uh, it's uh, an immersive training course that we put on using our combat veteran cadre mike diamante and jim powers and they basically teach you bait you know they teach you basic soldiering skills from the vietnam era to prepare you for the big events like uh the mike force events series we do and mm-hmm. obviously this year oregon trail so who wants to talk about that first jim you have any i mean uh, uh, jim i know you've been talking about it a lot uh you know the grounds better than everyone you want to uh, explain what we're going to be using and utilizing? Well, we've uh, it's, a, it's like a 249 acre site to begin with, but uh, we're going to confine ourselves basically to uh, kind of like the back end of it. Uh, there's a giant field there. It's probably a, a three or four football fields area wide. Um, it's going to be uh, fenced off, so the public, the, the, the village, it's a, it's on the side of a 19th century village. Um, a reproduction village, you should say. I mean, they're all original houses moved from different places from Long Island. Right. It's a, it's place, like an 1800s so. era village. Yes. Yes. Um, but the, the field we're going to have is a fence around it. So the place will be open to the public from 10 to 4. Um, but we're going to we'll decide. It'll be a game day decision whether or not we allow anybody to come in and view what we're doing. Right. But, it, you know. but the, the area that our camp is is going to be fenced off. So they, right. they they can like view us from a distance. Right. They can yeah, they can do that. So but again, like I said, uh they're uh, there's gonna be nobody walking around, you know, finger fucking your stuff. Yeah. Uh so yeah. that's something we don't have to worry about. Um 
But I mean, and we plan like, on having a pretty. It's going to be a pretty good display. We plan on having a, a decent amount of stuff. We, you said you have the V100 out, the yep. uh, the M14 is out. Yep, the 114, the V100. Um, they were working on the mule this week, so we'll get another mule out there. Cool. Uh, I think so. Um, and then uh, I think a couple of guys from BAE will bring in some vehicles. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, you bring in your mule. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We were so, at Sully and I were actually working on it last night. Yeah, so, and then from so 10 to 4, the public's there. Um, we can do whatever we want in that field. And then after 4 o'clock, we, the whole place is ours. There's woods, there's trails, there's, uh, you know, so we can practice, practice patrol formations and things like that. And, uh, you know, media actionists, that's what uh, Jim and uh, Mike want to do. Um, we can uh, have an area set off, that, uh, like a range area. So if guys have problems, they want to get their, their, their uh, rifles tuned up. Um, Good. They can do that in that spot. Um, so it's going to be there'll be uh this modern facilities so there's functioning toilets so we don't got to dig cat holes or anything. You yes. Know, you got to take a leak, take a leak in the woods, but you know, you won't be uh, dropping a deuce in the woods, and there with ticks. No, <laughs> no the deuce isn't coming. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a pretty cool place. I love the place. It's uh, it's right on the museum is on the grounds of the place where we get the. It's where we do all our. Uh, our um, immersive events, or our vehicle uh, vehicle based events uh, right do tactical stuff there um, so they're they're used to seeing you know uh, oh, I, I'm gonna say 20, they're used to seeing 20th century military you know uh, formations going through it so right. nobody's gonna nobody's gonna give us a hard time no one's gonna be uh, feeling weird when they see some Vietnam soldiers come through right right yeah, yeah so you probably have more rations like oh that's cool you know right everything right. else so and you know what I, i'll bet you're gonna pick up people uh you know they're gonna be asking about it afterwards about you know how do i get involved so that right there it's another uh recruiting opportunity another avenue yeah yeah you know and that's just it you know it's you get enough public that they come there to see 19th century stuff you know and then they end up seeing us and they're like oh that's what i want to do how do i do that you know which is a it's always a big uh, recruiting opportunity. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. So what? I don't know what else. Uh, I could say we we'll have pot- portable water, so we have a water source there. So um, uh, as far as um, food drinking. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah drinking water. I mean, you know, bring what you want to snack on and stuff. But, right. Uh, yeah, we'll have. Wrong. I mean, we'll have the mess. We'll have the mess tent there for uh, right. for meals. Uh, yep. We were actually just talking about that earlier. Um, Do we have power there? Yeah, is there power there, Jim? We were talking about. We were asking about that too. Um, we there is power, but we'd have to run a couple of hundred foot extension cords to get to it. Um, okay. We could do it. Could be a good um, weekend to test out the generator. If it's we could do it, but yeah, it would be a good opportunity to test that generator. And we we do have a generator. It's not a military generator. It's not a period generator, but right. we can, we do have one that we could we could hide someplace. Yeah, uh, get some going, set some uh, some power going. Well, but, this is, uh, well this is the, yeah. I mean, the big difference from our perspective too is that this is, I think, the third or fourth one we're doing, and it's actually going to be an overnighter. It's the first one that we're doing where it's an actual overnight. And this is what I always wanted to build this uh, event up to. You know, we were talking about doing multiple ones a year, and it was like you kind of, you, you kind of like, 
make two or three to get like a some certification like thing but i always wanted to do an overnighter one as like the final one so i mean i think it's easier on our planning just to do one overnighter a year instead of like multiple ones and then one overnighter mm -hmm. um but really good way i think to start like the vietnam season you know the vietnam reenacting vietnam airsoft season with this event it's really it's it'll be fun it'll be fun yeah. to hang out with the guys You'll get like that base life, immersive base life with yep. some training in, you know, in it behind it. So, it's always different when you have downtime to, to hang with guys and talk to them, get to know them better instead of you know one day things that uh, you know you, you get to talk to a guy a little bit. You know, somebody you, you may get uh, you know you don't really get to know guys that well. No like one day event. No, you, know? you you go run around, shoot everybody, then go home. We go home, right? Right. Yeah. So this will be an opportunity, especially for the guys coming out to you know Oregon Trail. You know, you, you get some some camaraderie going. You know, yep. Well, camaraderie, and you, you kind of like learn how we're doing things and how we do right. it. Um, right. I mean, but even for other events, you you can come to other, you can go to other events that don't really do this kind of stuff and be like, no, I know my shit. Like I know my right. shit now. You know, um, so it kind of prepares you for other events as well as ours. Right, and it's, it's it's cool to have everybody operating on the same page, you know. Uh, so everybody learns learns it the same way, you know. Yeah. Whether it be a, you know absolutely action drill, you know, reconnaissance things like that. So it's 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 awesome. It's I'm looking really I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, Me I know too. We've got a lot of guys uh, who have never done airsoft before. Um, looking forward to coming out and and learning. You know, yeah. Coming out to Oregon Trail and that's it. It's gonna be good. Yeah, you know, I never really thought of it that way, too. Like, guys who never even played airsoft are going to this. So they're going for the first time handling their airsoft weapon. So even if they handle the real weapon, it's still, like, a little different. Still different, yeah. You know, you're loading BBs instead of bullets and yeah. and yeah. that kind of thing. Like, dealing with your hop-up is not something you really <laughs> deal with, you know. Right, right, Sully? Dealing with hop-up. Yeah, dealing with hop-ups, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jim, you're not, you're, uh, your bullets are curving down there, buddy. Well, <laughs> uh, happens with age. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best is like if you never said anything, Jimmy would be like, man, airsoft guns really suck. They really like, suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When was the last time? When, when was this? When did you field this gun last time? Yeah. <laughs> I had that. I've had that thing for four years now, and I've never shot a, a BB out of it. The first time was at a. Uh, um, Oh, that was there, but... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Steel Cog 5? Five. Steel Cog. Steel Cog 5. That's it. Steel Cog. Yeah, so that Steel was the first Cog. time I shot the thing, and I was, I was watching BBs go up and down and left and right, and I was like, the Sully, and I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, let's try to turn this, turn this. He goes, ah, fuck it, it ain't working. So, it was just spray and pray. Yep. And again, sorry, Steve. So... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're, uh, we're looking forward to it. We're gonna, we're rolling out the... Uh, the vehicles uh, today, I'm uh, going to put them, uh, stage them, because we, uh, uh, we'll have to get everything out of the museum before, because they're doing that HBO filming in there, so right. we can't go to the museum, unfortunately, um, but we'll have everything ready to go, um, and hopefully, yeah, again, this is not going to be the last event we have at the village, I hope, and uh, yeah. next time we get, the, get everybody at the museum, and, you know, come on out, we'll, we'll show you what we got, and so... So we're painting the one one four up for one seventy third, right? Uh, well, I got the we got the confirmation that we can paint that fucker up because that's a, it's ugly. He's ugly as sin. I kind of like so, that. Yeah. Though, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. I like the pattern to it, but it's not. I mean, it's yeah. not. It's not practical for us, yeah. or not yeah. applicable. 
Yes, but uh, we're working on it this this, uh, this week. Um, we got to do some modifications to the, the, the shovel holder on the back hatch. It's uh, that's broken. So we got to fix that. Uh, and uh, so it's gonna be it's running. So uh, they said, yeah, painted it up one seventy third shouldn't be a problem. Do we can paint the thing up and we can mark it whatever we want. Or should, we really so, should, honestly accurately we should paint it an Arvin unit. Then we need some Arvin. Then we need yeah. some Arvin or an Arvin <laughs> unit attached to the one seventy third because there were a lot yeah. of Arvin units attached um, during Oregon Trail. And I mean, well, well, during Operation Cochise Green into Operation Don Sin two two six, it was it was three American battalions and three Arvin battalions. So like we could probably like find like like do some do some digging and find like the correct Arvin unit that was attached to the one seventy third. Paid up for that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we could you could do that. Yeah, I'd have to. Yeah. Listen, we could we could do it. I mean, nobody's gonna listen to this. So, but they, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're gonna paint up that M60 too, right? The patent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paint up the patent too, right? <laughs> wait, which one? Wait, does that one run? Or which one doesn't run? <laughs> the, the forty-eight runs. The, uh, that's the Israeli one, though. Right. The, uh, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, the forty-eight. Yeah, yeah. we'll paint the forty-eight. Yeah. Up, right? yeah. Yeah. The forty-eight. That's 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 a that's a that's a vet. That one there. Um, I wouldn't want to paint that one over. That's got too much history to it. Yes. Yeah. There's people that died in that thing. So. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I really want. Yeah. I really want to get my Israeli kit out together so I can just stand next to that thing. Well, we're doing our. Uh, we do a tank a weekend, uh, and we got guys that have, have put kits together just for specific vehicles, just so they can they can man it during that weekend. Uh, we take the vehicles out, we run them for the public, and you know, so instead of a you know a USGI in a, in a in an Israeli tank, you got an Israeli looking guy in an Israeli tank. So, right. Yeah. Well, the hope is yeah. that next time you guys have a tanker weekend, then. I mean, we'll be doing the Vietnam thing there anyway, so. Yeah. Well, again, it's, it's, we, we have lots of time to do a lot of different things, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, the other, yeah, this is the 60 is out front. That's a gate guard right now. The guys that had that previously, they, they, they fucked it up. They gutted it. There's, there's like no control panel in it. It's, oh, uh, so the, it's, it's a it's, roadblock. All the wiring was ripped out. It's a, it's a, it's a gate guard basically, but, uh, can they move it? Yeah. That, that would be sick to have, like for yeah. something. We can put that. Yeah. What about that duster? The yeah. duster's good. The too. duster is is more. Uh, and I believe the ones that had their own dusters. Yeah, yeah, they had their own. Yeah, there's there's, a, there's there's another duster we've been trying to get from one of the local parks down here. Uh, it, it, it was like put out. It was in front of a VFW. The VFW uh, closed, and the county took the, the duster and put it in one of the parks. It's in like an obscure place in the middle of a park, and nobody ever sees it. Right, and uh, we've been trying to, we've been working on them to, to bring that over, and uh, hopefully restore that. But uh, we'll have to see. <laughs> There's a lot of things we want to restore. Only so much time, right? That's it. That's it. So much time and so much, so much funding, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The M14, the one, you know, it is what it is. So we'll we'll make it. Yeah, we'll make it work. I mean, it's still cool. Yeah, yeah. It's still cool, you know. Um, yeah. I, I look at this, though, too. It's like it's a good opportunity to kind of, like, test the waters of, like, how we can work out another event with um, right. with this, you know. Um, you know, we, we – this is successful, and they're like, oh, yeah, you guys like you guys did a good thing. Maybe it'll open us up for other events with the museum. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And uh, like I said, and the village themselves, is, even with all the nonsense going on, uh, they've been pretty cooperative with us. Right. Uh, and if we wanted to hold a bigger event there sometime, a Vietnam-oriented event, that's not going to be a problem. Yeah, that's. So. I think that's the that's the goal. I mean, that's what we had last yeah. year, but it got canceled. Right. So, well, yeah. that's the goal, man. So, yeah. all right, just a reminder for everybody, the event is April... 24th and 25th. 24, 25. We will be there as early as the 23rd. That's a Friday. So if you want to come up, if you're listening to this this week and you're going to this event, you guys can come up the 23rd uh, no earlier than noon. So after 12, 12 noon, you guys can come up and help set up the base. Friday gang. We will, yeah, most of the base staff will be up there Friday. All right, so we're moving on to our big Green vs. Tan event of the summer, Snake Beater. Snake Beater! Which is in our brand new series universe called Steel Cog X. It's a multi-day event up at Albany Paintball Experience, June 12th to the 13th. It's going to be a Green vs. Tan event with much more strict requirements, not just like show up in multi-can multi-can pants with a woodland top and expect to play on a tan team you gotta you know actually adhere to the uniform restrictions and blah 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 if you have any questions you can either ask us or refer to the tax op that we have already out it'll be based on roles so it's not like everyone can show up with a sniper rifle and be a sniper and think you're going to be the hero killing all the commanders in fact you can't do that in fact, you can do that, right? Uh, each <laughs> team has been limited to, I believe, two sniper positions, and and, and I know a lot of like uh, when we when we start talking to the other commanders <clears throat> later on, it seems like everyone's requesting to be either recon or a sniper. Team. Literally, every, a- single every single person signing up. Can I be a sniper? No, you can't. What about DMR? Nope, DMR. Everyone D- loves DMR and airsoft. M- but let's not stray from from the discussion. So I want to introduce the two commanders. For Rango Enforcement LLC, we have Nick Dobert. Say what's up, Nick. What's up? And for Mantis PMC, we have Brian McKenna. Say what's up, Brian. Hey, how's it going? And then jumping on the podcast late is John Van Ness, who is going to be the Bay Embed for Mantis PMC. So he will be assisting Brian. Say what's up, John. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, so Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself and why are you ready to command Rango LLC to victory? Uh, well, I've been playing Airsoft for about five years now. Um, I run with a team called the Headhunters. We're up here in Albany, New York. Um, I'm their Team XO. Uh, I've run squads for MSATO Ops, a um, Lion Claws event. Um, I'm currently commanding a platoon and MSATO event in a couple weeks. Um, I've run XO for a couple of events for our CO Willie Rhodes. Um, and now I'm taking the next step up to be the CO for the TAN team. Nice. And and you, that's uh, opening paintball experience is kind of like your home field, you'd say, right? Yes. So you have that uh, that's advantage. Where over... my, that, that's where I got my start playing. Um, that's a place I'm most familiar with. Very nice. And are you bringing over a lot of those headhunter guys for this event? I'm attempting to. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm sorry I threw you. I threw you under the bus with the interview question. That's okay. But um, no, yeah, it's, I know uh, um, 
you guys, you kind of have the advantage in terms of tactics and, and reading the field because Albany Paintball Experience is your home field, essentially. Yes. Very nice. And then Mr. McKenna, what about you, buddy? Well, um, I, I do uh, CO the tan side at Stag Ops, which has been up to 100, I'm sorry, 500 person event with vehicles, stuff like that. Uh, that's been all the way from UBG to now at TOLCOM. Um, so I've been doing the, uh, the command staff thing for a while. I do uh, some NOM events. Um, and uh, and I, for whatever reason, I'm now, I guess, the, the go-to for command staff stuff for, for a lot of events, which I'm fine with. I enjoy it. And uh, I, I just enjoy, like, getting new members of like a command staff unit guys I don't normally work with and, and trying to piece together something and, and to get it to work. I mean, Liam, you've been on my command staff for the, uh, stack ops events for a few events. Yeah. And, uh, I think you've enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, and as much as I said, Nick has the advantage of the home, you know, the home field advantage, Brian, like I've seen his infrastructure behind his organization and you have that going for you. Like you have, guys already with the stag up stuff that you may transfer over to this event series and it's already built you know you're not starting from scratch and trying to build some kind of command structure so i uh, excuse me on the point of uh i guess albany uh paintball experience uh i i unbeknownst to me have a quite a few players that play there so i don't feel as out out in the woods by myself um you know, just having guys that have experience at that field. I guess there's several events before this one, I guess weeks or something like that, that a few of my guys are actually going to or something like that. So Gotcha, gotcha. I know they're, they're actually running um, they're actually running a, a Vietnam event that I was going to go to just to kind of scout the field, you know, before organizing it in May. And then I ended up being like the commander for the GI side, if you want to come down, Brian. And scope it. And obviously, Nick, you're more than welcome to. Obviously, the, there. we kind of we kind of like to brainstorm things together and, and command. I don't know. Throwing it out there. I forgot the dates though. It's like late May. Uh, it's a it's a one day. It's May 29th. There you go. So um, so I know you guys are using two different methods of organizing. Nick, you're using Facebook. Brian, you're going to be using Discord. Um, who wants, who wants to go first and how to like reach out and get into those organizing groups? I guess I'll go first. Go ahead, um, Brian. I've had, uh, I guess several years of experience with discord. I set up the, the Bay discord. Um, I've set up several different event runners, discords and stuff like that. Um, I, I find it's the best tool, you know, for the stack ops event stuff. Uh, I've done, uh, like forums and stuff. Um, you know, various different platforms, Slack, Facebook. And I think Discord is just uh, the best way to get people involved and, you know, have conversations that, you know, actually lead to good planning and stuff like that. So yeah. I think Discord is, is the way of the future as far as I'm concerned. All right. And then on the other hand, you got Nick with the Facebook. That's what he's used to. I understand it. I think most of the big guys prefer Facebook as well. Yeah, um, that's what we use it, it, for our headhunter team. That's our biggest thing, and um, that's whatever. That's what most of the people that I play with are used to. So that's what we're right. 
continue so, to go forward with. So planning groups are already underway. Uh, I know Nick, I'm in your I'm in your group right now. I see I can see you whether whatever Brian decides to do with the Discord, I, I'm in both groups, either the Bay Discord or the ASP Discord. Um, so guys who sign up should either reach out to these guys or expect us to reach out to you and get you into those planning groups. You know, as early as, as you know, sign up as you're listening to this and you'll, you know, you'll, you'll get thrown into it immediately. So other than that, um, since we have the introductions out of the way and how to, you know, get involved and, and sign up, um, just a little backstory. So the, the, the country that this takes place in is called Pansy Bar. And it's a, obviously a, a spoof off of the Metal Gear series, if you haven't been paying attention. Mike Hollywood here, his main character is called Flaccid Snake. He's been Flaccid Snake for almost five years going. No, oh, four years. That's, yeah, 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 it's weird that we've been, been doing it that long. This this series was like, it started, no, no I'm talking about Steelcog. It yeah. started as a dumbass idea that we had on the way home when we were sleep deprived from like a Southern Front events way back when. Well, and the, it was, and then we we turned Fallen Petal. Yes. Oh my this. God. Yes. Because um, remember that my idea for Fallen Petal originally was based off of when um, Mission Impossible, the one with Henry Cavill, came out. Yeah. Because I wanted to do like the sad yes. stuff. Yes. So the original Fallen Petal had the sad versus like Cerberus, and then just somehow it, it turned into yeah. We just <laughs> all this. It, yeah. I mean, it's so stupid, but it's still like. It's fun as hell. I don't know. Yeah. I, like, I had fun. Um, I play the character as uh, Big Bay now, which is the lead of the Crystal Cast Mercenary Company. And I kind of admin and play wow. a character at the same time during the event. So we'll be, like, running, like I'll be in the, the event, like, giving out bounties and, and missions. And that's how the game is run. Like, so the factions will have points to capture as well as missions and 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 bounties and contracts to fulfill for points and unlocking other things during the event and so I'm like be your your npc numero uno to look out for so yeah so like like uh brian and nick you guys will like need to strategize obviously just the basic like capturing land and holding ground but then there'll be other things thrown in other scenarios thrown in during this this entire event which is kind of like the the standard structure for most events nowadays. It's just like, you know, basic land grab and then fraggle missions as the event's running and going. And then, uh, what are we what are we planning? We're planning a night portion for all the nods boys. I know Brian has nods. Nick, do you have a night vision? I do not. You do not. Um, but yeah, we, we'll probably do like a. Like we'll, we'll probably run the event to like 10 or 11 o'clock and then call it quits and then pick up on Sunday morning. So like Saturday night we'll be able to uh, hang out and camp and stuff like that. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Hopefully we get a decent amount of people to turn out. Yeah, I'm really excited. I've been planning this. I've been writing it, trying to get, you know, trying to make it fair for everybody. Chaz, who runs the Airsoft operations at uh, APE, He's been really cool. He's been showing me pictures of new buildings they're building and stuff like that. Um, my plan is once I get past FIT this weekend, you know, the FIT training course that we have this weekend, I will start reaching out to the leadership to get like spawns picked and that kind of thing. 
and you guys to start planning a little better. Um, you guys knowing me, you know I love to use woods. So plan on those woods being used a lot around Albany Paintball Experience, or on the field. They have a lot of good buildings there, though. I mean, Nick, you, you play there all the time. Like they're, I like that one center building they have with the... Um, it's kind of like dead center. It's like, it looks like a little fort. A town? No, the one that's over the... Or the, the one looks like the Raider camp, right? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. goes over the creek. Looks yeah, like something... Cool yeah. From Fallout? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited to run with John. Um, I've run against him, you know, for the Vietnam events, and with him as well. Um, it, like I stated earlier, you know, getting getting together with new people and you know figuring out how they see the field and how they think and stuff like that. So being able to run with John is something I'm really excited for because I've had my ass kicked by him at. Um, Calm duck and you know running with him at, at uh, uh uh what was the last no, uh, right. Oregon Trail no no the last uh, Cochise Cochise Green thank you you know so it's, it's been real fun and I'm I'm very excited to run with John um you know it's tough yeah, but thank yeah you. John John will be good man he's a good strategist too he'll 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 be able to move the smaller units around really oh, well I know. I think. Like I said, just playing against them has been challenging. Well, that's what, I, you know, I'm excited because I get to kind of like strategize against CJ, you know, and me and him, we grew up together. We started doing this together. We've been doing it for like, shit, I guess almost 20 years, you know? So it's going to be fun to kind of be on the other side where we're not using rifles, you know, we're using, you know, squads and platoons and, you know, being able to face each other that way. Nick, you got a you got a great guy to consult with too, man. You know he knows he knows his way around for sure. He's been a CO at bigger events and stuff. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to be having him with me. I, I've run against him actually at a couple of the M Sato events, um, and I know his um, reputation as far as the, the non games go. So I'm yeah, excited to have him with me. Yeah, that is actually a pretty good matchup. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, me and CJ were were talking about like what um like what guns we were gonna bring, if any, you know. And we're, like, <laughs> we're like, you know, like like how how strategic are we gonna make this? Like, do we just sit back and like smoke wooden pipes and shit, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think we're gonna just carry like like a you know something we don't normally carry, you know. Like we're gonna have fun with it, be a little um you know maybe a little eccentric with like, the character, you know, kind of play into the role more. You know, be like the Dr. Robotnik of fucking Snake Beater or something. There you go. There you go. So, John, do you want a new nickname, too? Your code name was, I think, would you Red Raccoon? I, think, I was Red Raccoon, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to stay Red Raccoon or do you want a new name? I don't know, man. Uh, nicknames are tough, man. You, uh, you know, they're usually, they're, they're you know, you, you can't just drop one on the spot. You know, they're kind of earned. So, I get that. you know, we'll, I think we'll go into the event, man, and we'll just see, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be red something for sure, you know. Like, yeah. I've always been been red. I get it. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, there. I mean, even even back to characters, there are, we probably have twenty something characters waiting to go. Like I'm, not, I was even brainstorming like one of the giveaways is we were gonna make like uh, character cards, like Pokemon cards, 
and like everyone like so who signs up will get That's like a, funny. Yeah, yeah we'll get like a, a card and like you know like we'll have one guy rarer than the other like so out of let's say we make a hundred of them like Ferrucci would be like we'll have like 20 of Ferrucci's made you know he's a, a common card he's like the card you don't want <laughs> what do you got a Ferrucci oh, yeah, I'll, trade you this, I'll trade you five Ferrucci's for this one like Glizzy King you know Dude, I got five Ferrucci's in the wild at that one event, man. He was slacking. Dude, you know, I remember that. Uh, remember that conversation we had too after the event, and he's Dude. like, "Well, like Ferrucci, how many cards you had left?" He's like, "No, no, everyone, everyone looted me." And he's like, "Well, like, Dude, you're like the only one. You're like, how are the only one that even got looted in the first place, man?" Oh, man. Yeah, he was like command too. It was funny. That yeah. was a good game, man. We had a lot of fun that game. Yeah, that was that was a good one. It's so basic too. It's so simple, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. We're gonna run off that that similar that similar like system, but add to it more for this one because we got to fill in. You know, think about it. We, this is gonna go on for over twenty four hours almost. Yeah. So we got to like kind of give it give it something else. But um, yeah, even the, like the characters, we have a lot of guys signed up as op four, kind of like how the fangs. If anyone went to the the uh, Steelcock Five, they remember the Viking dudes. They'll be they're not gonna be Vikings, but they'll be something similar to that. I don't want to give away too much just yet. Um, there'll be other factions, like other sub-factions in there, like, like the Sons of the Silent Age, which is Snake's private army. They'll have a presence. The UN will have a presence. And then the Panzibarian uh, Defense Force will have a presence. The Panzibarians. Yeah. The Panzibarians. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, and, and Brian has, has experience with this where it's like, you can't just go in killing every single NPC that moves. There are penalties for that. And I'm sure Brian will brief his guys on that. I mean, Brian, like, how many times do, does the green team at Stag Ops kill the UN in the first 20 minutes of the game? And it's pretty much the game's lost for them already. It's, it's pretty much every event. I mean, I drill my guys. Like, there's there's no reason for you to kill, you know, civilians. Take a BB because, I mean, I don't know how it's going to look with yours, but... For the stag ops ones, once you you tag a civilian, they can't be medic. They're they can't be medic. They're fucking dunsky, and you've lost the points. Right. So there's no point in shooting a civilian. Um, now he throws in different little like twists and shit to make you want to kill or shoot a civilian. <laughs> I always I always brief my guys like you you take the shot because you can get medic like right. they can't. I don't want to lose points. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, you like you. You see how it is at the Dom games too. Everyone just loves to commit war crimes. Oh, it's regardless of event. I think um, people just like, like, yeah, let's do the village. Let's do the village. Yeah. Yeah. like they're all they're all bunny from platoon. Let's do this yeah, whole so, fucking village, yeah. you know, and just go waste everybody. Yeah, yeah, you're always gonna get that faction on either side. That's just like, oh, the heck with the rules. I'm just gonna shoot everything I see. Right. And you'd hope, though, for this this kind of event, it's a it's an overnight event, it's a weekend-long event, you don't get guys who want to do that. You were trying to get a different yeah. caliber of yes. player. I remember my first NOM event that I ever went to, there was, like, the, like we just got greased up or something, and then at some point we went back into the village, and somebody was coming out with the fruit basket, like, oh, want some fruit? And people were like, no, 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 no. And I just went up and smoked them. <laughs> So I thought it was cool yeah. back in the day. And how old were you? 
I must have been like 15. 15, yeah. Like a dumb teenager. Yeah. A dumb teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Was it 15 years ago? 14 years ago? Yeah, maybe, maybe more like 16, 17, but yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. Still a dumb teenager. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I mean... I'm I'm hoping though for like like I said people going into this event this isn't like a steel cog it's still set in the same world but like it's a little more serious take it a little more seriously but at the end of the day it's still airsoft but like play by the rules follow the rules follow the spirit of the the you know the game and that's really what like John and CJ are in there for to make sure like everyone's still like kind of in the spirit of the event. I tell everybody practice PID no matter what you know like if I see it in a lot of pickup games these kids shoot anything that moves you know and they get you know you really have to learn to overcome those like anxieties and you know be able to you know have proper like threat assessment <laughs> you know like, I don't know right and, uh, but yeah you'll get you'll get a caliber of guys you know that are a little more adept to that sort of stuff and over an event you know I think so and uh I, I, yeah, I don't see any, you know, any issues in it. Um, but yeah, I guess I don't play many um, events either where there's a lot of NPC roles. You know, right. I guess the nom events is probably the most. And then, like you said, I always see, you know, some idiot, you know, shooting when they shouldn't. I think to that point, um, you know, Liam, you saw how how many blue on blue events we had. At, at the Stagoffs games because people treat nods like the end-all be-all. Yes. Yeah. You know, identification-friendly foe. And there's just like anything out there, like I got to shoot. And yeah. and that ends up as a big detractor. I think people <laughs> use their nods. Um, you know, these guys that I thought were very, you know, clear on – you know, IFF and stuff like that. They just kind of treat their nods as the end all be all. And uh, yeah, they were, it was like anybody not me is the enemy. Right. That, but it's like, the same thing with people in the dark. You know, if you're, especially if you think you're against somebody who can, has a sight advantage over you, you know, you're shooting anything you think is moving out there. You know, yeah. so, like, so at MSIDO Shock Up last year in September, our CO watched an all night gun battle between green on green and they knew it after they ID'd each other and they kept shooting each other all night long yeah that so, happens yeah. at non I, 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 I know what you're talking about yeah I mean even at the NOM events the, the GIs the most dangerous time for the GIs is when we're in our own perimeter and they're sitting there shooting yeah. across the camp and one guy goes to take a shit and he's getting zapped by his own guys in the, in the whole next you know next over That was also a lot more real in Vietnam. They didn't have that, that actually know, did happen a lot. communications and yes. identifications <laughs> that they have nowadays. Like, yeah, it was dangerous to go take a piss for both yeah. for many reasons. Yeah, that that I mean that was actually a real problem they had. But yeah, I mean, we have. I mean, Jim Lennon, you're coming. You're planning on coming, right? Yeah. And I'm you sure. have what was your what was your character's name in the last event? I didn't have one. Are you sure? Sully's, uh, just big Sully's security. <laughs> I want to say you have. Did he not have him? He was just Big Jim. Oh, okay. All right, then I'll have to I'll have to come up with something, or you can come up with something. Uh, Sully will be there. He's 
Sully, Sully, you had a weird one too. You're going back as King. No, you're, no. Are, are you are you going as All American Bayman or are you still going as King Glizzy? I don't know. That depends on what you need me to do. All American Bayman can King support. Glizzy? Glizzy King of King, 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 King Glizzy. Oh. King Glizzy is way more golden. I know. Yeah, you know what? Maybe we'll we'll keep you King Glizzy. Well, the thing is, Roman was Soviet Bayman, so I was like, do we play on that like? Soviet versus USA kind of thing, you know, Soviet Bayman versus All American Bayman, or, you know, is it, or we, do we save that for another event? You know, I'm thinking out loud here, guys. I think, think you should do like you could do like a more Cold War based event, like yeah. '80s '90s style. Yeah. And then really harp on that kind of. Well, yeah. Are you trying to do? I'm sorry. Are you oh, trying to? No. Go ahead. Are you are you trying to do like a Colonel Volgan sort of deal? The Colonel Volgan? Yeah. Wait, what is Colonel what is Colonel Volgan? From oh. Snake Eater. From Snake Eater. The big Russian new carrying lightning dude. Yeah, well it also gotta depend depends if Roman's going too. True. <laughs> I was Soviet Bayman. <laughs> yeah, that we, we, well, that's a whole other story that Soviet Bayman tonight yeah. came to be. All right, so Sully, it's been decided you're staying as King Glizzy. The nuke, the nuke king. Selling the nukes. There's always got to be a nuke in every one of these stupid games. There's a nuke. Ah, yeah, shekels for my nuclear warhead. <laughs> always a nuke. Yeah, always a nuke. Always nukes. Always nukes. Reject Marvel. Always nukes, nukes and always just one person that can take care of it. Yes. Yeah. And that is the Glizzy King of Play Coup. Yeah, all these, all these scenarios always end with some kind of nuke <coughs> blowing up the government or something. And I mean, like, this, we're, like, we're more or less a spoof on the Metal Gear series, so expect nukes and, and weird characters. So... Um, anything else I have for this event? It's, like I said, June 12th to the 13th. We may do a night op for the guys with the nods on a fri on Friday. So if you're interested, like, you got to sign up so we can just kind of plan ahead here. Sign-ups are decent. Um, I'd love them to be a little more. But, yeah, uh, ticket prices are going up in May. About ten bucks, so I think it's. I think right now it's seventy-five. It's going up to eighty-five, and um, that'll be like the final price until we just run out of ticket space. We would. We're really trying to balance the sides, so like, like if one side is blowing out the other, we will stop tickets for one side until the other side catches up. So you guys got to like really register as early as possible to help us plan and keep this event uh, balanced, and all the other goodies we have planned for you. All right, so yeah, just one more reminder, June 12th to the 13th, it's an overnighter at Albany Paintball Experience in New York. Tickets are $75 right now. They're going up to $85 in May. Please sign up as early as possible so we can plan this event and kick some ass. All right, so Nick, thanks for being on. Give us a send-off real quick. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, and thanks for listening. All right. And Brian, say a nice little goodbye. Thanks, guys. Uh, look forward to seeing you all there. All right, and Sully Man, do you have anything to say before we sign off this podcast? Oh, no, I'm good.
I'm pretty good. Oy, oy, oy. All right. What about you, Jim? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody uh, this weekend. Uh, come correct and uh, have fun. I like it. What about you, John Vendness? Yeah, man. I mean, what's going on? You guys, how's the kids? How's the wives? You know, you wanna... My wife is outside uh, taking down my back fence by herself. And I'm doing, ah, this, nice. I'm doing Dude, this fucking you're... podcast instead. That's equality. That's, that's some... Either well that done. or I'm going to hear about it later. And Mikey boy, what about you? Do you have anything to send us, send us off with? Um, get ready for a big season, guys. It's coming. Yeah. It's really... Yeah. It's coming. It's already started, man. It's yeah. Nomsoft, brother, boys. Yeah. Nomsoft starting this weekend pretty much for us, yeah. right? The fit training kicks it off. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, Steel Cog 5 really started off the Bay lineup. Um, you know, we had, the, we had the Steel Cog and we had the Expo under our belts already. Yeah. So. That was, a, that, was a, that was a rough season start. I mean, not rough in terms of like bad, but it was it was like one thing after the next. So yeah. It was, it was hectic. We started fast. Is a better word. And yeah. now think about it, man. We're, we're coming up on three months away from Oregon Trail. Yeah. It's gonna come Stop. fast. Oh my god! Is yeah, it three months away. Yeah, yeah. Almost. Ah! yeah. Welcome to it. Yeah, man. Can't fucking wait, man. I think this year is gonna be big for us. So yes, it is. So I'm looking forward to it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening uh, to the Bay Podcast, and I will see you guys in the bush. And suck my asshole. All right, Rufio, you got to stop walking around, buddy. You got to pick one spot and chill because you're making too much noise. So go. Go lay down. Go. Go. Go lay down. He's... Rufio! Go. Come here. Ah. Oh, my God. This fucking dog. I gave him a bath this morning. He stinks. and He still stinks. I'm going to wash him again. I don't, I don't think I got the spot that stinks. All right, back up, back up and play. Uh, so yeah, it was a. But for you, which is our, in our new, brand new. Sorry, let me say that again. So I threw you off with the snake meter. Right. <laughs> Jesus. What? Sorry. Any on you? Yeah, you got me. If you don't come correct, I'm gonna find you.